Welcome to the College Survival Guide. Your results may vary. Before college, we all wondered, where will be my place on campus? Or if you're an incoming freshman, I'm sure you're wondering how and what will be my community. So this week, we are talking all college communities. We will first start out by hearing about my friend Anissa's experience, who attends Vanderbilt University. I decided to bring her on because of how she was able to diversify her college experience and not be in a, so to speak, bubble. When it comes to college, exclusivity from certain groups happens. How do you deal with this? There are certain groups or organizations that are inherently exclusive, whether aspects of business fraternities, certain societies, or Greek life. We will get into this in this week's episode. Hey, Anissa, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Of course, I'm honored to be a guest. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that this is like my first time seeing you in two years, I want to say. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like, we actually talk probably every day, snap, I don't know, every day also, but I never see you. I know, but Jamie's one of those friends where when you meet up, it could be two years, it could be three months, and it'll feel like nothing has changed. True. Very true. We're always updated in each other's lives. Exactly. So, can you start out with telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, my name is Anissa Francis. Um, I'm a Miami native. I'm Haitian American, so both of my parents are from Haiti. Um, I go to Vanderbilt University right now. I'm a rising senior, majoring in medicine, health, and society, which is a Vanderbilt-specific major, but it's essentially global health-related. And I'm on the pre-med track there and minoring in Chinese, which is an interesting combination. You're very impressive. (laughs) (laughs) So going into freshman year, can you talk a little bit about what types of organizations you wanted to be a part of or where you felt your community was going to be on campus? Of course. So when I initially got to Vandy, I came in with a very open mind, um, not exactly knowing which orgs I'd want to join, but I did know uh, a general idea that I wanted to be in a cultural org because, as I mentioned before, I am of Caribbean heritage. My parents are both Haitian, and I wanted to find like-minded people just because It is different being the daughter of immigrants going to college away from home, and I knew that if I had found other Caribbean students, they might have similar experiences to me. Um, I also wanted to join an after-school program because I had done things similar in high school, and I knew that um, I wanted to work with children in some capacity, both in college and in my future career, so I wanted to have some sort of... um, org that dealt with after-school care. So I joined a program called the after-school program, or it's also called TAP, T-A-P, and I was mentoring students. I also joined a sorority because I really wanted to um, go outside of my comfort zone, and none of my family members had ever been in um, Panhellenic Greek life. My sister went to a school without Greek life, so I knew that I wouldn't have um, much advice on that front, but I wanted to join something very different. So I was just putting myself in situations that weren't necessarily my comfort zone, but I think it's definitely necessary to do that your first year in college. 
I would totally agree. I think that as a freshman, you know, you go to a new school and you're automatically outside of your comfort zone. So your first instinct is to kind of find that group most like-minded and similar to you. And for the beginning, I think that's great to kind of find that like home away from home and people who you feel comfortable with. And even I remember there being so many group chats, like a group chat of the New York girls and a group chat of just the Miami kids and a group chat of just the Jewish kids on campus. And I remember thinking to myself, like, how am I supposed to be friends with these groups that were formed in the summer? Like the New York girls formed a group chat in the summer. And I felt kind of like, where is my place? But that didn't end up being the case. I ended up becoming very close to a lot of people from New York. But I think the point is that it's very easy to stray towards what's comfortable for you at first when it's important to know that like diversifying your experience will kind of give you this well-rounded experience and allow you to really have a place in a lot of parts of campus, not just sort of be in a bubble and in one type of group. Is there a certain organization or group that has stood out to you the most or has made a significant impact on your experience? Well, they've definitely all contributed to my college experience, but I would say that the Caribbean Students Association was definitely the most significant for me. Um, Going to a predominantly white university as a person of color and like as a black person was interesting. I had only gone to private school all of my life, was primarily surrounded by um, white people growing up, so it definitely wasn't an uncomfortable place for me, but I did want to find a group that was like a second family to me or a home away from home, and that definitely ended up being the Caribbean Students Association. There were a lot of different students from different Caribbean backgrounds, so not just Haitian American students, there were Jamaican students, there were people from the islands themselves. There were people from Trinidad and Tobago and even just students who were distantly related to their Caribbean heritage, but every single one of the students a part of Caribbean Students Association or those who would just attend our events um, contributed greatly to my experience at Vanderbilt and continue to contribute to my experience there. One event I do want to talk about in a little bit more depth is our carnival event. So carnival is this large festival that's um, like feeling of home and comfort for a lot of the Caribbean students at Vanderbilt and we wanted to do sort of a student org version of it at Vandy and we actually planned our first ever or Vandy's first ever annual carnival festival at Vanderbilt and there was dancing involved and um Caribbean food was passed out and it was just this great event that I got involved with and have continued to be a a big part of each year since. Wait, I saw pictures of that event. It looked so cool. I know. We were wearing these really crazy costumes and it was just so much fun because for weeks before we were preparing in these dance rooms and actually acting like we were professional dancers, which was very fun. And because I got involved with Carnival, I was also encouraged to get involved with the Latin American Students Association's um, Café con Leche performance that they do every year, which had a ton more dances, and it was mainly based on dances, um, and not really as much, like, 
cultural showcasing of their food and such. It was mostly a dance showcase, so I actually joined that as well and have participated in that for the past couple of years. And we spent probably two and a half months preparing for this dance showcase, and it became just a very big part of my life. You're bringing our dance team skills, our high school dance team skills to college. (laughs) Exactly. We would have two-hour practices twice a week. It was very intense, but so, so much fun, and it was just a great way to get the student body involved with learning more about Latin American culture, and even with Carnival, it was just another way for them to get involved with Caribbean culture and just um, give them more of an insider's look on our experience as students at a PWI. So it was really fun and just definitely something that I would encourage other students to be a part of. And also just if you're thinking about joining an org that you don't necessarily feel like you have a place in, like Caribbean Students Association or any other cultural org, definitely just join because you want to learn more about other people's culture or a different religious background or really anything because there's no harm in just learning more about um, just more diverse topics that you can. Yeah, that's a great way to put it because sometimes, for me at least, it seems intimidating trying to join an organization that I don't feel like I have a place or mm-hmm. that I don't know if I can relate to these people even though I want to learn more or I want to like diversify my experience. Yeah, and for the festivals at least and the like for Carnival and Café con Leche, as I mentioned, and there are also other ones for the Chinese Students Association and Middle Eastern students. Um, everyone in, in the student population is encouraged to get involved, so that's just a really great way to get involved. Like any sort of dance showcase, um, everyone is welcome to get involved in. I understand that maybe specific student orgs, it may feel uncomfortable to try and join their executive board because you feel like that's not your place or you feel like students of that specific nationality or that specific religious background should be the um, forefront and the headers of those orgs but definitely attending um, student orgs um, events and just showcases and stuff like that is a great great way to get involved on campus and just diversify your experience. Segwaying into Greek life, I know you mentioned how you rushed a Greek organization, and I would love if you can talk about your experience of being a person of color in Panhellenic Greek life at Vandy. Of course. So it was definitely interesting. I'm now disaffiliated, actually, from my Panhellenic Greek sorority, but we can get into that later. Um, So initially, when I got to campus, I knew that about 60% of the females on campus were involved with Greek life. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, a crazy amount is involved. So I thought to myself, maybe that might be the only way that I can socialize. Um, But thankfully, rushing Greek life actually doesn't happen until second semester. So early January is when it happened. So I had the chance first semester to make a lot of friends on my floor and just in the different activities that I had involved myself in before deciding for myself whether or not Greek life was right for me. So essentially, I, when the rush process came around, I just kind of threw myself into it. I had not met really anyone in sororities. Um, I initially honestly wanted to be in an NPHC sorority because one of my family members, my aunt actually was 
in one. Can and you clarify to people who don't know oh, what that is? Oh, yes. So an NPHC frat or sorority is a primarily black sorority, um, a historically black one. So my aunt was in one at her college and her undergrad um, experience, and she had only had great things to say about it. So initially I thought maybe I would join the smaller NPHC community at Vandy and try to um, get involved with that in some capacity, but I ended up just putting myself through the rush process and just signing myself up and really just telling myself we'll see where things go. Um, No pressure for myself, just like kind of just try something new, throw myself into something that wouldn't necessarily make me the most comfortable, but could have a great outcome. So I I just decided to rush early January. Um, I went back to school, went through the rush process, and I was less emotionally involved, I would say, because I didn't really care whether or not I got into what was deemed a top-tier sorority or middle-tier or lower-tier. I really just didn't know much about the entire process and just was going into it with a very open mind and just excited, you know, to see where it would take me. So I rushed. I ended up in the sorority that I had decided earlier on in the recruitment process that I thought I would fit in best with. So it all worked out for me. Um, I had a great time. Um, Through the process, I made some good friends. Um, I met some great people and, you know, it was a good experience for me, I'd say, but I ended up disaffiliating um, after my sophomore year just because dues were kind of expensive and um, I just didn't really want that financial burden on myself and my parents didn't really want to get involved with it and didn't want to contribute to me being a part of it. So yeah, I ended up disaffiliating, but while I was a part of the org, I wouldn't say I had any negative experiences with any of the other sorority members. I would say that it was definitely more of an exclusive group than I would have liked, but I mean... Overall, I think I had a decently positive experience with them. So, yeah, it was just basically me throwing myself into a place out of my comfort zone. And, you know, it ended up working out for me. But in the end, I decided that um, only about a year and a half was what I needed out of it. So, yeah. So I know this is a difficult topic, but Vandy has had a recent movement to reform campus culture and abolish Greek life. Can you talk a little bit about your opinion on this? Right. So, as I said before, I'm no longer affiliated with my Panhellenic Greek sorority, so I'm a little bit um, dissociated with the whole thing. I wouldn't say I'm very involved with the Abolish Greek Life movement at Vandy, but I would say that um, all of Panhellenic Greek Life does perpetuate classism and um, elitist culture, but I would say that that's definitely the case for most panhellenic sororities at all and um, panhellenic sororities and fraternities at most schools so i wouldn't say that vandy's is necessarily completely different i just think what's different about the movement at vandy is that greek life people have been trying to reform greek life for several years now and there just hasn't been a tangible change scene um diversity and inclusion wise like there are definitely some people of color in each of the sororities and fraternities, but, um, you know, people of color in these primarily white spaces can be made to feel like they're tokens, um, in these situations, and sometimes that they're 
only accepted or recruited to fill the diversity quota that each of these sororities wants to um, fill or just to be able to say like oh my sorority or fraternity is the most diverse I would say that at Vandy specifically so I think the message behind the abolish Greek life movement is really that the system is beyond reform at this point and that the entire system should just be scrapped because it just perpetuates a lot of very negative um, contributions to campus. So not just um, classism and elitist culture, but also it encourages spaces where sexual assault can occur more often and just other things of that nature. But if you're asking for my opinion, I would say that the system might be beyond reform at this point. I'm personally not, I wouldn't say that I'm um, like a diehard abolish Greek life supporter, but I would say that um, the system definitely requires an absurd amount of change that may just not be um, attainable. A follow-up question. So for me, Greek life did have a lot of positive impact on my college experience in that, you know, I met my best friends. I had a lot of leadership opportunities being vice president. I met a lot of older girls who helped me around campus, but I do acknowledge the fact that there are a multitude of inherent problems with the Greek life system and inclusivity. So on Vanderbilt's campus or on other campuses across the country, how do you think that Greek life can be more inclusive, change the way they go about the recruitment process, or mend inclusivity in general? I think this is a really complex and complicated question, and I'm not sure I'm necessarily versed enough to be able to answer it, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I know know that, like, higher-ups definitely need to be um, at the forefront of changing this because they have the most impact on, you know, like, recruitment processes and the way that sororities go about their recruiting, so for us, you know, people who are part of the sororities would go on rush dates and that is already an exclusive process in in itself definitely you know you you reach out to girls that you have heard are like camp friends or friends of friends and yeah and they reach out to who they think they know already exactly and that tends to be just people who are like-minded or have had very similar experiences and that already just kind of promotes exclusion and Um, I don't know, I just feel like there are a lot of issues with the recruitment process, the way that they describe girls or the way that um, they reach out to girls, the way that they make girls feel when they come into their houses. So I know that it would require a lot of training, I would say, and um, just a complete scrapping, I, I think, of any sort of recruitment process that's in place right now, just because, I don't know, I just feel like it, the recruitment process, at least, I think, is beyond change right now like that needs to be scrapped completely and started from the bottom and redone but other things that would i think the only way that people of color would feel more comfortable in these primarily white spaces is if they saw more people who looked like them in these spaces so it's just like a complex question because you ask like how do you make people of color feel more comfortable in these spaces but you need people of color, right? you know, to make them feel more comfortable. Exactly. So, I don't know, it, it just, like, 
is an issue because someone's going to be uncomfortable at all times and you never want that to happen you never want people to feel out of place or like um they're token participants of your org so it's just very very complex and i'm really not sure how it would be reformed i i don't think some orgs are completely beyond reform because people have been trying hard at different universities to make their spaces more inclusive and i feel like it's worked at to some degree at other at other universities but just at vandy specifically i just think that it might be beyond reform there so i'm not sure i really don't know how to answer that question but it is really interesting thank you for giving that answer (laughs) so talking about fitting in to a certain community on campus in general i know a lot of freshmen who walk on campus see a lot of listservs see a lot of club posters and don't really know where their place is So what would you recommend for students going to club fair or looking into new organizations when school starts out while they're trying to look for their place on campus? I would definitely say reach out to upperclassmen. That would be my first piece of advice because um, upperclassmen really have had similar experiences or have already uh, gone through whatever it is you're going to go through your freshman year. So definitely reaching out to upperclassmen at the same university or other schools as well. Just upperclassmen are a great resource for freshmen, I think, to just, you know, get the lay of the land and see which orgs you think that you might fit into. Additionally, I would say definitely keep an open mind and try things that you wouldn't necessarily try in high school or in middle school because high school is definitely a more restrictive environment than colleges. You have a much larger larger student population, um, just many more students that you can probably click with or relate to. So I would just say keep a very, very open mind when you're um, trying to figure out which student orgs you want to participate in because you never know what you're going to enjoy. You never know what you're going to learn. If you just keep an open mind, try new things out and just put yourself Um, or place yourself outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, and I want to interject and talk a little bit about exclusivity in other ways. I actually rushed, you know, business frats, tried to join a bunch of business clubs that Mm -hmm. were very exclusive. And, (laughs) you know, you don't want to be part of an organization that doesn't want you. You want to be in a place that you're going to be accepted and supported. So I say just keep going and look for something that's a good fit for you. A little story, I was trying to join an organization, a business organization that um, for the process, they looked at my resume, at the skills that I put and under, um, there's a section under your resume that's personal interest. I put tap dancing because I tap. So they actually made me tap dance in front of them when I was trying to (laughs) join this organization. And I knew like right then and there, this isn't the place for me if they want to try to you know put me on the spot in tap dancing when that doesn't really correlate with doing business or what I wanted to get out of the club and background so some organizations make you do certain tasks or put you on the spot in interviews which I understand like if it was a certain math question or like a word problem correlating with business or my quick thinking skills somehow I would understand that task for an interview but The fact that they were making me dance in front of them was kind of (laughs) next level and just, I thought, 
you know, a little bit humiliating or just uncalled for for the situation. Like, that's what dance team auditions are for. <laughs> and I've done that before <laughs> with intent on dancing. So <laughs> my point is, is that there are exclusive organizations out there that if you don't think they're for you, then don't feel pressure to join them. Absolutely. Anissa, I just wanted to say in general, something about you is that I really respect the fact that you came into college being so open-minded and that you were and are a part of so many different organizations and don't really put yourself in a bubble. And I think being in college, me, for example, unfortunately, I loved my sorority and I got so much out of it, but I kind of dedicated my first two years and that being my life and didn't really step out of my comfort zone as much as I should have. So I really appreciate you for showing and just putting yourself out of your comfort zone constantly while in college. Thank you. <laughs> so I wanted to leave on that note to close off. You are very well-rounded and I hope you always stay that way. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. I'm honestly honored because I know that this is going to go viral. <laughs> um, also, go check out Jeannie's TikToks at the Queen Jean. Thank you for the shout out. I appreciate it. Check me out. Oh my goodness. And as always, your results may vary. The College Survival Guide. Your results may vary.